Levels Podcast. I'm Justin Hodor, joined by the Triple OG, Whitman Mason. Mace, this is grand final preview time. Yeah, nice. Brother, we did it all the way. Um, we started just before the season. The goal was to have a really consistent season of preview, review. We missed one uh, review, review which we squeezed into a preview episode yeah. On the long weekend when I believe it was the Easter long weekend when the Eels played, uh, we had to scheduling differences with the studio that yeah. we used. But I just want to thank everyone, the Tab, yep. um, Body Science and Diamond Tina Studios for uh, hosting us here in the studio. Tab and Body Science come along with the ride. We're not finished yet. No, it's been good, man. It's been good. We've got through to the end of the year, the grand final. We've been super consistent. I'm super proud of it. Yeah, it's been great. I think we had a chat uh, Super Bowl, wasn't it? Yep. It all started from then. And look where we are now. I'm not sure. It's been 30-something weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, 30 weeks. Consistency, preview, review, a couple of great things with a tab. Body signs jumped on board. We've got some good backers here. So, um, yeah, uh, we said at the start, just build the build the platform. That's it. You know, We want to be it. consistent. We want to put content in front of people that people enjoyed. Yeah. We hope that people have enjoyed it, feel like we've got a good reaction. Our subscriptions, I think, mirror that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're stoked, mate. I'm stoked. Uh, and That's I've had a good season doing this with you. It's fun, eh? Let's finish it off with yeah. the grand final pre yeah. uh, review, eh? Yeah. Oh, preview, sorry. Preview. Um, before we get into that, mate, something I'm proud of as well, um, in particular with our little mate behind uh, the glass cage of emotions, <laughs> uh, Lukey Stowe has been working really hard on this. They've arrived. Collection one is here. So mm. what we want you to do, go jump on levelsnetwork.com.au and you will get – First access to our new collection. So we've got the hoodies and we've got the hat. So for the hats, one size fits all. We've got three colorways. We've fits got this the big head. Yeah, if it's it, all right. One size fits all. Me and Mason got the biggest lemon spreads too. So um, looking good, mate. I'm wearing the Cleveland Browns with a little bit of off white there on the top. Um, Mace, you're wearing the OG black and white, keeping yep. it nice and simple. Um, I equally love these ones, but. This one's got a little special heart. This is yeah. It's almost like a, an LA Dodgers colour scheme, but it's got a bit of dogs about it too. It's good, eh? Dogs of war you about it. Can't beat the blue and white. So if you're a Bulldogs fan, this is for you. Make sure you be uh, you know wearing this. So here we go. We'll get that up. Uh, Lukey's saying there. So um, it's an unstructured fit, uh, and it's a 3D chain link embroidery there on the front. And look, got a little bit of levels on the back as well. So... Um, like I said, really proud of these. Really um, stoked with the way they come out. Um, we haven't done this willy-nilly. Uh, we've got this from overseas. So if people, you know, have bought my stuff before, uh, would know the materials that we've used before. This is top shelf and a lot of effort's been put into it by Lukey. Uh, and again, now rolling onto the hoodies. This is a box fit. I'm wearing an XL. So it's really nice and light. So you can wear, it's almost good for, for any season. Uh, it's shipped from overseas, like I said, and it's designed by our man himself, mm. Lukey. So he went through and spent a whole lot of time in this trying to get it right. Again, nice and simplistic with the embroidery here on the front. And this is our OG. This yeah. is our OG, Mace, and, and we're big on this too. Mm. Luke, 3D silicon from Lukey. This is premium, top-notch shell, uh, stuff. Your XL, I'll be double, I'm a double XL. Yeah, right? Mace will be a double XL. I could even go if I wanted to slim down a little yeah, bit Yeah, I could more. go on XL easy. I think I could go a large. So don't worry about the length, guys. Just say my, my wingspan let me, is let me, 211 let centimetres. Let me just get this up too, Mace. So here we go. Yeah. There we go. So that comes all the way down there. It fits nicely. Yeah, you can go in L easy. It fits nicely. Yeah. Is that coming across there, Lukey? Is that coming across there, Lukey? Here we go. Look at this. All the bells and whistles. So that's a nice fit, mate. Uh, and we're stoked with this. Like I said, yeah. um, 
top shelf material, nice and light. I've been wearing this. You know, we're, we're about to roll into summer. I've been wearing this in spring. Yeah. I'll be wearing I've it in summer. It. Um, and then obviously winter. Uh, so we're stoked with it. Well done, Lukey, behind the camera there, uh, who's just leaving, done the, the beautiful camera work. Um, how about this one? Straight off the bat, just got a little YouTube question from, uh, from last episode. Uh, ha ha, as if little old Batley got a shout out. We say the slope is worth 18. It's the 18th man. Come on, C-O-Y-D is come on, you dog. Battle uh, Bulldogs. Yes. Yeah, the dogs. Oh, I love it. Shout out to – and look, the reason I put this in is, again, it's another thing that you know I'm stoked about. We've got yeah. viewership um, and there's a strong following of rugby league still in the north of England. Oh, they're crazy. You know how passionate they, they are over there, Mason. We get a – some of my favourite questions generally come from people that live in the north of England mm. or they follow the game of rugby league in the northern hemisphere because the reason I love those guys is because it's it's a tough market over there. Yeah. They've got rugby union that's thriving. They've got the uh, English Premier League that's obviously the yeah, mecca, the main go-to. So if you're following rugby league, you're a diehard. You're die like hard. the Wakey fans. You're like the whole Bradford, Hull. Oh, Shout out love, to north of England. I love, love it up there. They love rugby league over there and so do we and we yeah. love doing this show. So um, – to help us continue to do this show, make sure you subscribe. We're at plus 18K at the moment. We're traveling. We really wanted to get to 20K, but regardless of that, Mace, we've hit so many targets through the year. I'm just fucking super grateful we've got to this point, mate. Yeah, so good, man. Um, we're also on Twitter uh, and our new Levels Run Club. 500 plus members, Mace. Fuck. Make sure you come for your first ever run yeah. on Tuesday with a little 5 k and oh, we're going to so be doing sore. our ridiculous. first one. How are you feeling, mate? You ready to go on Sunday again? Oh, maybe. Depends yeah. how big Sunday is. Well, you'll be there regardless, though. Yeah, You'll I be will there be. regardless to rock up. Even if it's maybe just bringing the body Yeah, I'll signs. be there. I'll be there. You have the protein shakes yeah. for us, ready to go after. Those are the ready-to-drink vanilla and chocolate shakes. They are currently available in Coles online at bodyscience.com.au and in independent supplement retailers. Even if the, the rig's feeling a bit sore yeah. from- I can from walk a, the whole thing. Yeah, you come around and, yeah. and make sure you're there. So, first run this Sunday, grand final day. So, you're going to get after it so you can treat yeah. yourself and enjoy a couple of tinnies in the afternoon while you're watching the grand final. Meet at Centennial Park at Homestead Cafe. I'll be putting it on the Levels, New Levels Run Club on Strava. So, uh, looking Man. forward to seeing anyone who wants to get after it in the morning. Um, one thing that I've done in the, in the past, and I've been doing content for a while, Mason, and this is what I'm looking to build is a real community feel. Yep. This is this is a great start to it. The YouTube questions for me is another reason I've loved it. So if anyone knows, I used to be on this thing called the Scapes Punters Club. And from that, I had a couple of OGs. You know, we mm -hmm. called them the OG Punters Club. Um, and I've kept in touch. I'm in a group chat with them now. And it's been, what, three to four years. Oh, I've caught up with a couple of those guys. We've got on the punt together. Responsibly, of course, we've had a few drinks. Um, and it's just that community that I want to build. So this new level of it is going to be the run club yeah. for us. And there are our ones from day one. And I want to give it a shout out straight away as we're rolling to Joey Clark. I think he's our number one fan, mate. Like there are some, some guys yep. we'll have to go through. There's so many guys that have left comments throughout the year on YouTube, just showing the love for the show, uh, for the network, what we're trying to build. This one's from Joey Clark straight off the bat. Hi, Scope and Mace. I've been watching since day one and I've loved every single episode. Level's become my favorite podcast right from the get-go. I'd just like to get it. like to say a huge thank you to both of you for the phenomenal content you create for us fans every Tuesday and Thursday. I know Levels will grow to be a huge potty and look forward to watching more content moving forward. <laughs> up the Waz, Joey Clark, really appreciate Thanks, you, mate. Joey. Hopefully, um, up the Waz, maybe you're in New Zealand, uh, we get a chance to catch up with you because 
we'll be going to New Zealand year, yeah. year in, year out. Yeah, that's, I think that's moving thing forward, for yeah. that has to be something that we do. But if you're not here, mate, get down to the Run Club or, or come and uh, meet us at Centennial Park on Sunday because um, be interesting to see who comes. I want to I want to create those relationships with the people that have been following us and supporting us, regardless. You know, there have been. Um, you know, some things that maybe not everyone agrees with or I, I think the the thing that I'm most proud of is we're open and honest all the time. Yeah. Um, we give uh, – I like to think we give constructive criticism a yeah. lot of the time and uh, and I think that's why people resonate with us. So thank you, Joey. Yeah, I appreciate that, Joey. All right. Um, the guy who's reached out as well is Rowan Coolwell. Upper boys just tuned in on a train from Venice – Italy to Ooh. Florence. Have you spent much time? In yeah, Italy? I've been. I've been to both. They're beautiful. Oh, Italy was. Got to go. Italy was the one country out of the main, like you know, Spain, oh, Germany. It, I even got to. I went to Iceland while I was over there. I never got went to, to Iceland. I went to Iceland. <laughs> Reykjavik. It was fucking Crazy. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah, that is beautiful. Like Italy yeah. is the shit. Yeah, I heard Italy so is stunning. So beautiful, man. I've done, I've done like the you know the, the Venices and Florence and stuff, but like Positano and all that kind of stuff. It's really commercialized now. Yeah. Like, okay. 15, 2003, that's yeah. why I went there in 2010 or something like that. That wasn't, wasn't as, you know, Instagrammy and all this sort of bullshit. Like just real people were there. That's just like that's, that's just life. Like, that's life. I'm yeah. just saying. But that's now you go to Mykonos and all this sort of stuff. They're only there to do that shit, all yeah. these influences. Like before, you, you weren't there. You were just there. If you yeah. can afford to fucking go there, if yeah. you know the places, like Mykonos and all those sort of places, like you weren't there to take photos. Yeah. It's sad because it was a mad time. What are those those uh, instant uh, <laughs> Get a photos? fucking little click, Pol- click. Polaroids? Co- co- Polaroids Kodak Polaroids. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just the nature just of. Uh, na- yeah, but it's just like now you go overseas. Like, I, I, I'm glad that I got all my traveling out of the way. Mm, right, you'd mm. have to really fucking twist my arm to get me out of like. I reckon I can find. You one. could. You, get me <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could. But I'm like now, like you know, if you get these young guys going, oh, we're going here, we're going there. I'm like, yeah, I've I've been to all those places, man. Yep. Like, you'd have to really like. It'd have to be worth my while. Yeah, for sure. Or so a family, a family trip or something like that. Slash blokes trip, family trip. Half half. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Can't bit of golf. Yeah, bit of golf Something. for me. Yeah. Um, shout out, Rowan. Uh, enjoy your trip, brother. And again, yeah. just in you know Northern Hemisphere, getting on a train, Appreciate tuning in, listening to the. He was listening to the review. This is the preview. So, um, safe travels, brother. Uh, moving on. Let's get some footy chat going, eh? Mm. MJ Bogan. And he's clearly not from Penrith. Penrith can be rattled with aggressive behaviour. You can get under their skin with good, tough footy. Look at how the Eels played against them this year. If it doesn't go their way in the first 60 minutes, the Panthers can be fragile on the chase. I think that's their weakness. It's going to be a great, great game. Do you agree with MJ Bogan? I think he's going off one game. One game. Mm. And, Penrith, and Penrith got done and they did look a little bit rattled against Parramatta. That's where I sort of went off Penrith. I'm like, fuck, they look they – look, Susceptible to tough shit through the middle. Yep. And then they just fixed it. Mm. That's the, that's what great teams do. And this is a great team. They fixed it, and they just went. You know what? That's just a fucking a game where we shouldn't. We we don't accept those sort of things. And they went out and they've fucking been on a tear ever since. Mm. It was like probably the best thing that happened Wake to them all year. They're like, we're fuck, hey boys. We just got dusted by Parramatta convincingly. Mm. Who Don't are we? Moses. Who are we? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then they just went, all right, this is who we are. I fucking yeah. got back up and they, they've been probably the best team since. MJ Bogan, I agree with you. Yeah. You've got to look at the blue and yellow print of mm. how to beat the Penrith Panthers. Yeah. I disagree. It's throwing them off their game. No, it hasn't. The aggressive one. behavior. I'll tell you what the Parramatta Eels did. They played footy. So they didn't. If you watched last week with Melbourne Storm, and, and this is you know sort of going back to reviewing the game. Nelson tried to come out and unsettle him. He tried to, you know, hit him late, put a lot of pressure on him. The biggest Penrith, aggressive person in the comp is. Penrith love that shit. Yes. If you go like that, you get in that sort of game, you know you've got them frazzled. 
when I watched that paramedic eels game, I remember watching it. I remember this couple of years ago where, um, yeah, like I said, the blue and gold print of how to beat yeah. Penrith is watching Parramatta. They just consistently play footy. They got bashed for long periods of last year's game and even to a lesser degree – uh, this year, we, I remember watching Talk about grand year. final last year? No, because in season last okay, year, right, yeah. um, they got blo- smoked in the grand yeah. final and they, and they made a, a, a late little charge. But uh, both times at Penrith this year and last year, they've just played footy. So nice little tip-ons. Um, they got wrestled for long periods of the game, but they just kept on coming at it. And what they did was nice little short interchanging passes yeah. because – the Broncos have got that in them too. So this is, again, the way I think that um, Broncos can play well against them. But if you run one out against the Penrith Panthers, what happens is you've got to spend so much energy on plays one, two, and three defensively, right? Because you've got Taruva coming, you've got Toto coming, and in particular, you've got Dylan Edwards. Whenever he catches the ball, he runs 20 metres before he even yeah. gets into contact. So what that does is it fatigues the defensive line. Therefore, the shape for the opposition coming back at them is in ones. Two's max. Yeah. But if you can somehow find the energy to get back, like Parramatta do, wish them shape. Back rolls get back quick. But not use the shape, mate. So what they do is they might come out and they might have that nice, beautiful shape where it's a middle – generally it's a lock with a front row outside him and then they've got the halfback out the back and he's looking like he's in shape and he's got nice posture and then you just – nice little tip on. So what it does is the edges, like Liam Martin, like Scotty Sorensen, can't compress and jam into that tackle from the outside in – They've got to hold shape and stay true because if and they don't, you've got the shape out the back and then you flick it out the back, but you don't overcompensate it. You just go nice, short passes. Yeah, and it's it's very important for the wingers to get back in that one shape. The first yeah, and then push out wide yeah. and hold the field because what happens is you'll you'll see like Taruva and Tyo depends on what side they're at. Can they kick left or right? They're thirty meters in mm. because the wingers are in doing their work. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So, so they all compress. So yep. what they need to do is maybe just have the, like just say if they kick that way. The winger and the, the winger and center just need to get those one play one and play two. That other winger needs to hold the pine. Mm. You know what I mean? And the back rolls need to get back. The centers need to get back, and that, that that'll spread it out. Otherwise, you just play into their hands and they bash you into submission. One two three. One plans. two three, and then you got to, you can't do anything on the fourth. It's just all you do is setting up for the kick. So that's going to be one out. Yeah. Kick pressure. Then fucking Dylan Edwards is catching it on the thirty or forty, and then their fucking attack kick come getting halfway. And you're just and and they don't stop doing that. Yeah. They don't stop doing Rinse it. And repeat. You've got to just fuck. You've got to somehow back rolls hold the hold the numbers line, and even like the center, the other the other side. That's what I'm talking about. The other side that's not getting the ball. The back rolls need to hold their shape, and the centers and the wingers so it pulls them out. Mm. Pulls Liam Martin out. Liam Martin's not looking. Going, I'm going to kill whoever's coming in now. Yeah. You know, like try and line up on Payne Haas, line up on Carrigan, and even Sorensen on the other side. Yeah, that's they're the, they're the indicators where those those two are. Got to get people outside them if they're a chance because you play into their hands, they're going to fuck you up. Yeah, make sure you know this. You played edge and middle as well. With the little bit of shape, so what I'm talking about and, and what you're talking about, Mace, yep. if they've got good shape with someone out the back, then as a back rower, I know if there's no shape out the back, then I know it's either going to be a run from the middle or it's going to be a tip on. So what I do is I run up, I turn them in, and I might even just job, drop a shoulder in there. So what I do, it's not even completing a tackle, but I'm just going to bang. I'm going to readjust them, and I just want to knock them off their line back into my middles, mm. and then you get, yo, Leota. Fisher Harris, Mitch Kenny and Low, and they just once you just knock them back into the inside because there's no shape out the back. But if I 
have shape out the back and I've got to worry about who's the, who's number one person Dijon Arfie. who's the number one player you don't want to see at the back if you're a left four uh, Reese Walsh, hundred anyway. percent. Yeah, Walsh. He yeah. needs to put. He used to put himself in a position where those back rolls are going. I can't fucking turn in here. Yeah, yeah. If he, if we go out the back, he rolls his skin in me. Yeah. And he's got the center, and he's got the winger, in in their forty. That's the important play. When you can pull the trigger like that, that's when you're going to get some joy. 20, 30 meters. Then you have got the middles coming back, and they've got to adjust. Then it's play four, bang, kick. Then you then you find some joy. If you don't, so Reese Walsh can't be fine just sitting around the ruck. Because he's going to be have to he's going to have to be everywhere. He'd have to push out a little bit wider, long ball to, uh, to Ezra Mam, lead runner Capewell. Then you know you either hit Capewell or you hit Reese Walsh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just little plays like that to get him out of yardage because Penrith will just they don't stop and they play what's in front of them and they'll play they'll see Reese Walsh. They'll go a little bit wider. Yeah, you know they're not dumb. They're going to just sit in there like that. So you got to play some footy against them. Yeah, for sure. Um, this one's from Joseph Yasefa. Hey, boys, do you reckon Ivan's name can start to be up there with Craig Bellamy's and Trent Robinson's status? Four grand finals in a row, Trent and Bellamy have never done that or even Bennett hasn't made four in a row. Where does Ivan Cleary sit on the uh, the coach's pecking order? Hang on, six, seven, eight, nine. Didn't Melbourne do that? No. Six. Melbourne seven. and Brisbane, seven. Melbourne, Manly, eight, Melbourne, Manly, nine, Melbourne, Power. Ah, they did too. Yeah, but asterisks? Yeah, asterisks. Don't asterisk it. It's, it's, they still got to four grand finals. So Bellamy's. Well, there'll be an argument for that. Of course, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Bellamy has done that. You're yeah. right. So your point is. So, um, yeah, six. I think I, I, I just want to know why he isn't. Yeah. Like, regardless of like right now, why isn't he in the conversation with those guys? Do you guys? think the stain He's, of the West Tigers has thrown people off? Like, the West Tigers wasn't a good stint. Yeah, um, I think so. I think so. Like, but you know, I agree. Like, uh, he is. They look at the body of work of the Bellamy being there since two thousand and three. Yep. Till now, and then you have a look at uh, Wayne Bennett eighty seven till right now. I'll say for me, just this is my personal preference, and I think you'll be the same. I've got Wayne Bennett and Craig Bellamy together. Yeah. I can't split them. One longevity of uh, Wayne Bennett, yeah. and then the different systems he's done it in. Yep. And then second of all, the culture that. Um, Bellamy's build. I, I find it really hard to split those two, no. and I don't think you ever will. I think they'll be synonymous together. Yeah, um, two Forever. coaches uh, that have you know left the legacy for you know the coaches coaches of, of the future. Yep. I think the next tier down, I've got Robbo right now, and I've got Ivan Cleary with Robbo. What about Ricky Stewart? I don't have Ricky. Um, Ricky's been successful. Uh, he's won grand final. Mm. Uh, in 2002 two, three, to, four, he got to grand finals yeah yeah so he's, it's it's almost yeah. like the argument for players sometimes one from four yeah are it's you, not are good you, and are, like are he's a beast he got four he, no no four? no no yeah. I mean you are happy with that one but I mean like just say you'd look at those other couple like I mean three and four Ricky's there going you'd be disappointed if you'd only pissed off and I know that he, I know that he went I know that he went at a couple of players mad Monday too going I'm not even going to mention their names yeah you you know it is you just cost me two fucking grand finals there's nearly fight mad Monday yeah oh my god he's fucking fiery um I think I think I think sticks is next sorry by the way yeah I put stick I put stick with Robbo and uh and I put him against before Cleary just because of the longevity yeah because of longevity and I probably probably a personal thing with me and Ricky as well I don't know Cleary that well and yeah. I know the way Ricky coaches he always gets the best out of me okay. so I was just like I understand that That's I've been enough. coached by Bellamy I've been coached by Wayne Bennett 
and, and all four of those coaches um, – oh, actually, Robbo hasn't. Robbo and Ivan haven't done rep footy as well. No. So that's the difference. I mean, yeah. it's not a big difference. I'm club play. I think cl- in two or three years when he's probably going to go to a grand final this year, obviously, next year, who knows what he's going to do. Like, yeah. it's like, does he ever want to step into the rep, rep realm? He could do when he's done, or I think he might be an advisor for Freddie yeah. potentially again. I thought well, that he was there the last game, wasn't he? In the last game, and I think that worked well, even if it's just for a calm head up in the box and um, substitutions and whatnot. No one to use his place because people sort of sleep on him because like they've had everyone's looking at oh, such a great culture, it's such mm. a great team. I'm like, have a look at the players that went through the the Melbourne system. The Greg Inglises, the Cooper yeah. Cronks, the Cam Smiths, the Billy Slays, the Israel Folaus, the Jesse Bromwiches, the you're fucking talking the Hall of Fame players all the time. Yeah, I agree. Like, and then like you, you talk about you, Wayne Bennett, you talk about those '90s teams of the Broncos. You fucking Hall of Fame players all throughout that. Well, let's let's match the players now. Yeah, as we go through, I'll give you an, I'll give you I'll give you some comparisons. Let's okay, go. who are you taking, Billy Slater or Dylan Edwards? Yeah, Billy. Yeah. Who you taking uh, – who would say the most predominant six was? Probably not GI because GI was no. in the centres. Um, we'd probably go maybe, Gareth no, Widdop yeah. versus Jerome Luai. Yeah, I'm taking Luai. Yeah, probably 50-50 for me. All right, Nath over Cooper Cron. Yeah, would you fuck, that's a 50-50. That? And Cam Smith over Uppy Curacao was yeah, probably the most Smith dominant. Yeah, of course. Cam Smith over everyone. And the thing is with those um, – Jerome and Nath and and Dill have, yeah, actually they've had three so there's a, there, there's a there's a genuine argument for it for sure it is but I'm just saying I think you should give more credit to like to Ivan, to Ivan. Yeah. like because he's kept the group and everyone gives credit to Craig Bellamy about gets the prelims gets the grand finals with the with this similar spine right yeah. that's what they're doing they just they just you know you just lost Kickout and Appy. You're still in another fucking grand final and you're the favourite. Yeah. You just lost two of the best players. Appy was the best hooker in the game last year and Kickout was the best back row in the game last year. And you lost two of those players. Everyone thought, they're coming back. Everyone's going to even out. And you fucking just plug and replace. Kenny there. Does this grand final mean anything for you? If Does he does he get closer to Bellamy and Fuck Bennett yeah. if he wins three yeah. in a row? He's a top he's got tier. It. He's a top tier if he gets three in a row. Yeah, he's got it. Because no one's done it since yeah. in 40 years, since mm. Parramatta. Mm. So that's just that's totally different. And in, in this day and age where everyone's prepped the right way, what's the difference? Yeah. It's so the coaching. It's the, you know, it's, yep. it's, it's the coaching. It's the little – it's the detail. Yeah. It's all the little things that they do right. And that's fucking coaching. And no asterisks next to the Penrith Panthers championships exactly. to date. To date, and yeah. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it is going to happen, but I'm just saying nah. Melbourne will always have you that little never, stain. Yeah, on they it. will always. But like, if you're if you're a player, I mean, the fans will go Melbourne, blah blah blah. But Melbourne have played in those grand finals. They've had that experience, so therefore they're the best team, and yep. they won those grand finals. And I, yeah, we said about I agree, this. Yeah, we said this just, about, just, yeah but I know advocate. how fans think, and they'll go no, and I'm like, hey, you don't know how the game works. All right, moving on to uh, – well, this is that's what we have the most. This is the YouTube question. Yeah. This is what we we can go on fucking tangent, don't worry. <laughs> All right, the last one is from Maximus, 15 G- GSP, uh, George St. Pierre, 16. Uh, <laughs> well done, men, for picking the best two teams for the final seven or eight weeks out. Legends, Panthers and prelims look like they don't have any weaknesses. Do you think the game will come down to which bench plays better? Mm. Is the NRL playoffs becoming like the NBA? The bench players play key roles now. I see Union going that way too with the South African team. They have mm, all their beast. boards on the on the bench. If so, do you see super subs getting good money? Yes. I think it's it's been heading that way for a while now. Yeah, I'll as soon as it, soon as the six soon as the six again rule come in, you know, like the guys that have got a really good a great middle like these two, look at their benches, right? Mm. Spencer Leanu comes in, he would start in any other NRL team. He'd yep. be starting every single week. 
Um, and, and just say go throughout the last three or four years, who's been on the bench yeah. for Penrith, right? They're all starters in some in some capacity, right? So um, I think it is like like these players. You can you can play the amount of same amount of time as a starter, yeah, right? or maybe some more. Well, you look at a guy like um, Harry Grant. He's a starter in every day of the week, but just to make sure he plays a full 60 minutes, they yeah. start him off the bench, they put Bronson Garlic on, he ends up playing 30 minutes. So Craig Bellamy himself knows that he's had trialled these – you know, he had some of the best yeah. super subs of all time when mm. he won his competitions, like Cheese and Everybody Nelson. Everybody did. Cheese and Nelson coming off the bench. Yeah. You think even go back to go your to time, Go 20 years yeah. ago. We had yeah. Sonny Bill, we had Roy Asatasi, Renny Matua, JT on benches. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, you need a stacked – you need, it's hard to get 23, 24 NRL studs, right? Yep. You're usually getting about 14. 15 and 16, 17, it's like it's, it's hard to really nail those. And the best teams have those. They have mm. about – you look at the, the 18th and 19th, 20th man, you're like, fuck, that's that, they'd be in most NRL teams. Yep. They're not even in this team. Well, both these teams. You have, have a look that. and you can see that. Yep. You know, it's hard. Like most, most clubs in the bottom four or even like from eight downwards are like, fuck, we can only get – we'll give you a good 13 – I'm not worried. I'm worried about our bench because yeah. that's why the starters play so many fucking minutes and it yes. burns them out. Like I only want to play Payne Haas how many minutes he's playing right now. You know why? Because Palace is doing a job. Yeah. Because Payne Haas, when when he has to play 50 minutes straight, is nowhere near as dominant as he has been in the last three or four weeks. I agree. Because the bench was coming on and not really doing that much. He had Tapao coming on. He wasn't making that much of a difference. So you're giving him minimum fucking minutes. Hetherington's been Hetherington's been great. Palacio's been great. Yep. So they come off, you're not really losing Even much. Even that Pierre he's not yeah, getting Pierre much Kura, time. Pierre is a fucking hit start in most teams. I agree. He's a gun. Yeah, I like him. And Smoothie comes on, he rests Billy Walters because he comes yep. out and hits blokes. Well-balanced team. But um, like Payne Haas, you're getting him told now, give me 30 minutes of destruction, kid. Yep. Bang, you get that? Instead of going, he knows he's not coming off to the 55th minute. Yeah. Fucking done. 40 yeah. minutes in the middle is ridiculous. Yeah, it's tough. Then you get Carrigan coming off Flegler and all the three are getting a little bit of a rest. One of them might play the whole 40 and then probably only play 15 in the second half. So if you understand that as a, as a middle, you're like, all right, I'm going to go the 40. You're going to go the 30. You'll give me 25. You yeah. get dudes going balls out. Tell us about your mindset when you knew during times – because you've played big minutes yeah. as well before and you have to play in the middle or play on an edge. You just leave a little bit in reserve, you do. don't you? you if, think, you, if you, you know you don't have not. someone on the bench that can come on and do a spell, you go, fuck, I've got to play 80 here. I've yeah. got to play 65 in the middle. You don't have the same punch or you don't have no. the same energy getting inside pressure, which we talk yeah, about all the It's all, all the, the little things. So if you know you've got 30 and you can do it on – Payne Haas can do that on his fucking – on one leg, do 30 minutes. The amount of kick chases that he does, he's on the kick pressure that he does, the tip-ons, the running, you know what I mean? Everything that he's doing, he's doing it just way more efficient. He's running that little bit. looks about 5% up than what he usually does. Yep. And you can see it, like, visually. Like, fuck, you see when he took off last week? Yeah. 40-meter break, just, like, off a stand start. Yeah, he's a weapon. And um, I think the mindset going into a game is, like, you just empty the tank. And you know you're going to be off for about before halftime. You get halftime. You finish the game off. I've always that's said that. the mindset. If I was ever to coach, like if I was ever in a position, I'd watch and I'd go like, "Here's a rough plan how it's going to go. This is yeah. plan A. Mm. Pain, you're going out there for thirty. You're going to come 30 off something, yeah, like thirty to thirty-five. Yeah. No matter what, we're going to get you off before halftime. If an injury happens or someone goes down, hey, you might need to play 80 because yes. you're that dude, right? But there's a, a rough plan. Yep. Uh, there's not a rough plan. That's plan A. Then we've got plan B and we've got plan C. Mm. And, I've got, and I've got you covered. But week to week, you know, in between meetings, we'd be walking and go, hey, how you feeling, big fella? You know, yeah. what, you know, throughout a season, I might go, Mace, you fucking – you played 65. We're only mm. supposed to play you 55. How are you feeling this week? Yeah. And then we'd put together a plan. And I think a lot of the, the, the best coaches do that They now. do that. 
And if you, but you need the cattle to do that. You do, right? You and can't it, just have one big bell. You can't do that. Bell if you don't cow, have like bell cow, off the like bench. bloody like Payne Haas. You got you got some dudes coming off the bench, and he's got some help. He's got Jersey Flegler, and he's got Carrigan. Yep. and they are dogs, and they go at it. You know, Carrigan's he's the key. He's he is the key to that team. Yep, I agree. Um, all right, mate. Let's get on to Kalen Ponga, Dalian Middle winner with Tamika Upton. From the NRLW, congrats to both yeah, Newcastle nice. Knights. Two fullbacks. Fullbacks. Um, Well-deserved, both of them. So let's get on to – let's start with Tamika. So yeah. I was shattered for our girl, Taryn Aiken. She got pipped right yeah. at the end. Um, the last couple of rounds really hurt her. They played Newcastle uh, without Jessica Sergis and Millie Boyle in the second last round, and Newcastle got them. Obviously, yeah. Tamika po- um, got some points in that. And then the last game as well, I think she got four, but Tamika got six uh, or, or, or something opposite, close no, to that. No, Taryn got six, and it was leading by th- – Three and then she got four. You're Something right. Like that, you, yeah. You're right. She did get six points, but I was um, like, oh, that's shouting when they're standing up there as well, and I'm just we're watching going, oh yeah. fuck, yeah. oh no. And then you, you know, like Tamika sort of felt bad, I reckon, like oh no. But then oh, you're like, really. okay, no. for a second, <laughs> right, for a second, it's like oh no, yeah. ex teammates from yeah. the Brisbane Broncos played together. Um, Tamika Upton, she is silky yeah, smooth. She deserves it, right? Taryn Aiken is absolute class, and even. The uh, the tough middle forward, Samima Telfer, through the middle. Mm. She finished third on 22 with massive the OG, effort. Ali yeah. Brigginshaw, on 22. So, girls, uh, also a massive shout-out to Tegan Berry, leading try scorer for yeah, the NRLW. She finishes on 20 points. Uh, let's get to the men's. It was Shawnee Johnson's for a long time, a long way out. You know, three or four rounds to go. He's looking really good. Fuck. But a kid called Kalen Ponga, mm. uh, who we've talked about a number of times, Great. who would – Teams would have been doing a shitload of video on him too, by the way, mate. Heap of video. Heap of video Non-stop. on Kalen Ponga. Oh, and now we know why. And they still couldn't stop him. Yeah, got to, you, hey, you got to figure it out. Maximum of six points. Um, he finishes because they both didn't play round 27 with injuries uh, and and resting. So Kalen Ponga, 56 points. Sean Johnson, 55. Shout out to Nico Hines. Back-to-back year, top threes, That's 54. Massive. And I'm proud of my boy, DCE, Daily Cherry Evans. Well-deserved 50 points. What if he that? doesn't play in that Manly team this year, I'm telling you right now that, you know, they're down they're the bottom struggling. of the ladder as well. They they finished on the same amount of points, I think, competition points I'm yeah. talking about, uh, as some of the other teams just outside the top eight. So shout out to my boy DCE, Nathan Cleary, 48. Jesus. Baby Goat, Harry Grant, 57. <laughs> Adam Fenua, Blake, hey, great big, season, Big effort, big Bill effort. Bill Edwards, 42, just Mr. Consistent. Payne Haas and Isaiah Yo. Uh, 41 as Cleary, well. So. Cleary, he doesn't miss six games. What he fucks around and gets to Dally M? I'll tell you what, uh, Scotty Drinkwater as well uh, had a phenomenal season, but he couldn't get it because of suspension for the hit on yeah, Corey Oates yeah, at the yeah. start of the year when he broke his jaw. And then there was Caelan uh, Reese Walsh uh, for his contrary conduct. He missed three games for that, three yeah. or four games. He I think got, it's fair too because like you got to, you know, I know. I, 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 both sides, I'm just like, fuck, it's part of the game. But yeah. like, if you, it's, it's, it should be part of the whole thing to be disciplined all year, to get the biggest award in our game. You got to tick all the boxes. You got to be disciplined because it's easy to but do a high shot and everything like that. You know, like. But here's, here's my argument for that, Mace. Reese Walsh and Drinkwater miss three opportunities mm. to tally what would potentially yeah. be, if they man of ma- the match in all three games, yeah. 18 points. I yeah. think that's enough punishment. I agree. If you, if you miss the, if you miss more than two games, right, or even three, like uh, like the boys did, then for you to still win the Dalian from that position, 
I'm thinking, fuck, you must have had a effort, cracker yeah. of a season because you missed out on 18 mm. points. So um, Lukey was asking about the system before, uh, Mason, and for some of, those, some of those that don't know, there's two judges now and, and they get a three, two, mm. one each. And what that helps do, in my opinion, I like the system as well because in years past, um, you know, maybe a judge, there could be some biasy, right? Uh, Mace, you're an ex-Bulldogs player. Um, you're watching the Bulldogs play and you've got maybe a favourite player each week. I'm not saying – I'm just using No, I'm just example, saying right? – but that's how it works. You've got yeah. ex-players there. They're going to play for Man- – like played for Manly or whatever team. They're going to pick their boy, yeah. especially if you've been – if you played with that guy 10 years ago. Especially yeah. if it's 50-50, yeah. right? You know, yeah. can't struggle to pick a player. Well, uh, you personally don't like that other kid. Or, or imagine me, right? Everyone knows how much I love DCE and Munster. Yeah. If I was – you know – more often than not, if I can't split the game, nah, I just give yes. it the money. I just give it a DCE. So with the second voter, you can get rid of the buy. So if a guy does indeed get six points, they sit at home and they watch the game individually. Yeah. They're not together. And I believe this is the best system to come up I with so that I've it's currently seen. And uh, Callum Ponga, well-deserved. Shawnee, that game against the Warriors, bro. Yeah. Uh, we the, were there for that Manly, game. Against you, Manly. You, you seen his reaction. Yeah. I loved his reaction. He was sort of like – He goes, he knew uh, it because he didn't have his best game. Mm. They still won, but it was like Manly come over there. They, they were ready to roll. They did. And I remember so – Fanuel Blake killed it and Dallin killed it. Dallin scored three tries. He had an unbelievable effort in that game. I'm not mm. too sure who did score points. Um, Fanuel Blake Shawnee, scored. Zero points in that game that we were there and, and that ended up costing him. Back to the discipline. I think it's a discipline thing, right? Like yeah. And accountability, right? Of course it is. Yeah, it's that's like, the you reason. know what, like Walsh, he had every right not to say anything and he still chose to say something. So it's like, it's like you've got to cover everything, not just about your playing ability, especially with this award, right? Yep. It's the most prestigious award you can get. So yeah. it's like, it's it's got to, are uh, you disciplined every week, respectful, okay. all that kind of yeah, stuff. Great that. player, yeah. So that's 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 what you got to go. That's what But what about guys, Drinkwater who just misses a tackle, yeah, gets it well, wrong it's accidentally? Yeah, I know. And it, it happens sucks. in a game. And if he'd won a, the Dallium because he's coming across, across trying to save a try, gets his technique a little bit wrong. Yeah. He's not trying to break his They're jaw. the ones that is, is a lot of grey area. We'll see that you, like, ca- and you can't and have one it's on like, the other, can you? But it's like if you, it's just contrary conduct and stuff like that with refs and, and it's disrespectful, okay. I think right. that should be. But yep. if it's a fucking slip field. up – or off-field drum, you bring yep. the game into disrepute or anything like that, yep. you're, out of the, you're out of the race. Okay, I like but that. Stuff like that's like a, oh, a slip and a missed tackle. Like, that, like Drinky. That's a perfect example. What about Jacob Preston with the cr- – Or like Jake Preston with the hip fucking drops. hip drop. He get he probably – he misses out on rookie of the year. Mm. Like things like that should be – all right, if you get – Okay, I can I agree know. on that. I can agree on that. Yeah. Be open Any, to that. Anything contrary conduct like Reese Walsh's situation or you do something yep, off-field. you're out. That plays a part in the suspension. I think if someone – like I'm looking at Jacob Preston and, and there was a couple of hip drops, right? He had a couple throughout the season. So, But the thing is when I watch that kid play, he's trying everything he can do to make a tackle and yeah. he, made, he got it wrong a couple of times. I yeah. think – I don't think you should be punished for – because no no play that I've ever played against or I'm watching now goes in intentionally yeah, wants to, to do – Oh, well, there might be a small percentage of – you watch something and go, oh, that was shit. Yeah. Like he, he's trying to fucking – Yeah. You know, if, if you punch someone in the head, same thing. That's yeah. it. You're out. But uh, I think if a tackle goes wrong, then I find that really harsh. But, Especially um, when it's a call from the like the the ref, you know what I mean? The guy's slipping and you've already set in your, in your target and you hit him in the head. It's like, fuck. It's just a tackle gone wrong. If yep. it's intention, intentional, yep. bro, all right, you're out of the Dally M race. But I think they should like a little bit, little bit of grey area for those sort of moments. Yep, I agree. I don't know. Like, because uh, you don't want the – just say if KP did something wrong in the last round. Guy slips over towards him, he's shoulder to the head. That's just the rule book. 
You're out for two two weeks. Same as drink water. What That's if, what I'm what saying. If KP, but the KP, trying to make KP a tackle, doesn't want to. Trying to stop a try KP is not our Dalian winner. Yep, there you go. That's my uh, that's my point. Yep. Well done for helping me get there in the end. Uh, so as I said, NRLW Dalian winner Tamika Upton. Um, she was also fullback of the year yeah. with wingers Jakai Whitfield and Julia Robinson. Shout out to the girls Dalian centers. Dali M NRLW centers were Isabel Kelly, Malay Hufanga. Our girl, Taryn Aiken, got 5-8 of the year. Ali Brigginshaw, the OG half. Shannon Mato and Sarah Tongatuki were the front rollers. Destiny Brill, another great season. She's a good player, mate. Yasmin Clydesdale and a friend of ours, Olivia Kernak as well. And Samima Telfa was the lock with the back rollers being Olivia and Yasmin. Um, coach was Karen Murphy. Uh, Dali M rookie of the year was Anessa Biddle and... Captain of the Year, Samoa Telfa, and she credited. She Zem- kills it, man. Z- Zahara Tamara for co-captaining her with okay. Canberra. I love her as a player as well. Um, let's see how we went with the team with the uh, men's team. Both Kalen and Ponga tick. Yeah. Um, Kalen, uh, so Dallin Martinez, Zelezniak, and Asako. Did a, yeah? You didn't go Dallin, did you? You no. went Tai. You went Tai. Yeah. yeah. But fair, uh, fair play, but yeah, fair play. Uh, Stephen Crichton and Herbie Farnworth, the centers. Yep. You went Tungle. Yep. No, 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 no. I went Critter. I went Crichton and um, Bradman Best. And Bradman Best. Yep. Uh, Ezra Man, both tick. My man, your man, Ezra, Ezra man. man. How good. Sean Johnson, halfback, tick. Payne yep. House and Adam Fanul Blake, front hang, hang on. F- let's go back to Fanul Blake's shirt. That's one of the greats. Hey. That is one of the greatest Dali amateurs I've ever seen. Hey, my doc's is wearing that Fob Sachi. Oh, the doc. That's the Fob Sachi. Docs, yeah. <laughs> it was the Mr. Versace. Biggie Smalls out there. He's got the fucking gold tooth. I love that. And, um, I love it, bro. Uh, well done yeah, on Yeah, congrats. Year. What a year, bro. Him and Payne Haas. Uh, Dali M hooker of the year. Harry Grant. Uh, I think he just he would yeah. have just got your boy Wade Egan. Yeah. Um, Liam Martin and Dave Fafita, well-deserved. Yeah. The only one I got wrong, Hamoli Alakawatu. Did you have Dave? Yeah, you had Dave, no, you? I had David. I just thought um, Hamoli would have got it because he played more games and he fucking killed it all year. Mm. I just thought Liam, Liam Martin is the best back rower in the world. Yeah. I just think but you he missed David so many Fafita, games. Yeah. I did Fafita, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well done. And we both got Paddy Tough yeah. Carrigan uh, for lock of the year. He... Beat out Isaiah Yo, who'd won it three years oh. in a row. What an effort from Isaiah Yo. He's a fucking... That says he, a lot for Carrigan's year, but because yeah. Yo, he had a fucking another Dallium year. Uh, Dallium Coach of the Year, Andrew Webster. Dallium Rookie of the Year, Sanui Taruva. And Captain of the Year, Adam Reynolds. Yeah. I don't think we did that, but no. I think we probably both would have gone Adam Reynolds. Um, congrats to everyone who won those awards. Um, it, it looks like a great night for everyone that's involved in it. Um, yeah, the VB Hardest yeah. Working Player of the Year, Fanul Blake. Fanul Blake. That's big yeah. too, because that's... That, Accumulates everything what you're doing. The All the stats. Yeah, everything. Well yep. done. That's massive. That is massive. Yeah. All right, mate. You want to break down the uh, game? Let's get into the game. The game. <laughs> Let's get into the game. These odds are accurate. As of the 28th of September at 8 a.m., we have the Penrith Panthers versus the Brisbane Broncos. Mm. With our friends, our partners, the tab, Penrith are $1.62 favorites. Brisbane are $2.30. The line is three and a half. Very juicy, that line, I think, for the Broncos because that is the way I'm heading. Mace, let's break down the edges and the middles, though. So yep. let me give you the Broncos left edge versus the Panthers right edge, and then we'll come back to the prices. So we've got Jesse Arthurs on the left with Herbie Farnworth, Ezra Mam, and Kurt Capewell for the Broncos left edge. Against the Panthers' right edge, Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton, Nathan Cleary, and Liam Martin. Mm, left Broncos left good. or Panthers right? I like the Panthers right. So do I. Yeah. Like, like, look at look at those look at those names: Cleary, Martin, Crichton, Toto. 
they're like top three in their position, probably top two in their position in the world. Mm. What are you going to do? Like they're defensively going to be fucking unstoppable. I think they got a, they got a big job. I mean, Ezra Mam against Cleary and Martin. You know what I mean? So I think I think Martin's going to take care of Capewell. How about this? And this is going to was Crichton going to play right? Is this he is going to contradict. Right this is going to contradict my uh, yeah. He'll play right center. Yeah, because they won't have. Um, Oh shit! No, T- was Tungo on the right? Oh, Tungo played right. Yeah, yeah sorry, flipped that across. Yeah. yeah, they're right. Sorry, mate. Good pickup because we someone will let us know for sure. Yeah. They won't play. Crichton will defend next to Luai to cover him. And yeah, Tungo that's what like right. they did last yeah. week. Let's do that. Nice, mate. Good pickup. Because I think now this evens it up. Yeah, okay. Because of the fact yeah, that Tungo, Tungo, he's he's injured. He's clearly yeah. injured. So it was not a stern. I stuffed up again. Apologies, Peck. And foot injury. But you could see on that first try, he just didn't have confidence to go. He improved as the game went on, for sure, but uh, slightly concerning. And Herbie Farnworth, Dallium Centre of the Year, he's going to be coming hard. So, yeah, that yeah. does make them a little bit more. As your man's fucking great, mate. Human. Not great. He's great. He's, he's had a career best year. He's going to take you on. He Like uh, Liam Martin, he don't slide off that line. Remember last week I told the guy come straight off diagonal? Ezra going to cut you in half. Liam Martin's too smart. He would come straight off, track the inside hip. Please run, Ezra Man. With your left foot, he's going to cop fucking full brunt of Liam Martin's right shoulder. Oh, most of the time. But yep. if, if he can get Ezra Man a little bit further out and then get one of the middles coming in, maybe a bench middle, yep. and he's not that uh, experienced around the ruck and it's real quick, he might get in slipping. If, Ezra Man, if, if, if Liam Martin has to keep going over a little bit on a short side – then he might he might run even even as Spencer Linear, right? He's really good, got really good yeah. footwork coming at you, good line speed, mm. but laterally just not yeah. you know you know we're near as good a it's defender all about as Liam angles, Martin. Is. Man. Yeah. It's all angles, like especially like you got Leota, you got Fisher Harris, they got their really good angles because they get off the line straight and then they track inside hips. Yep. And they all go together. It's the best and, and that culture and that defensive system, they're all like that. But sometimes they just get a little bit too fucking fancy, come straight off sidewards. Guys like Ezra Man look at that and exploit. Yeah. So I think it'll be hard for him to get through. He ain't going to go through like last week. Even if he comes through there, he's going to have middles coming in. See how we split him last week? It was like boom, boom, try, easy. If he beats that that four man or even the middle, there's like going to be markers and everyone coming across real quick. They solve it and he's he's their danger man. I think K-Ball, K-Ball does, you know, he does all the little things really well. Kick chase is awesome. Kick pressure is awesome. He's got a little bit of fo- – he's got football in him. If you let him play like they did last week. He's one for But you, you think fucking Martin ain't going to go at him as hard as you can. Oh, yeah. They're going to – good battles. Queensland versus New South Wales. Uh, edge back rolls. Yeah. I know Kurt, Kate Boyle did Take play Take that shit year, personal. But also, Kate Boyle, he's got that Penrith IQ. Played yeah. there, won a competition with him in their first year, lost one. Did he be giving the Melbourne cues storm. out? He'll know he'll have, have some ideas of the calls coming against him too so he can help that mm. out with Ezra Mam and Herbie Farmworth. Advantage for me, Penrith, ever so slightly, looked a lot more dominant with Stephen Crichton. I had him on there, but they'll have Isaac Tungle yeah. for sure. I just, I'm, just, I'm worried about Tungo. I am. I am. Tungle, he's – defensively, he's, he's known for his defence. Yes. And he got defender. exploited last week. Only once though, yeah, and he but redeemed it. Look, but I, they're going to try and get – I think they'll try and hide him as much as they can. Here's one for you, Mace, just quickly. Do you think he – got better as the game went on or was it just because Melbourne were just not in the game and they never got the opportunities? Because if Trent Liara hits that pass to Juzzy Olin, we get another mm. opportunity to see, yeah. but we never got to see it because yeah. he dropped the ball. So, And I think Pen- I think the Broncos can execute a little bit I agree. better. I agree. You know? and, uh, so instead of having Nick Meaney and Juzzy Olin and Trent Liara coming at you, you've got Reese Walsh, Capewell and Herbie yeah. Farnworth. Because understand this, guys. Guess who's around the back here? 
Yeah. Little man Walsh. Yeah, we never mentioned flying. the fullback. So just me. understand this. So when we go on left on rights, people, just understand well, that this little guy in. is what Walsh is coming around the back and there's a lot of diversion. We're just talking this man on man. Yep. And I think uh, they, they, they even each other out. Tongo is probably the weak link in that. And that's not disrespecting him. It's just because of his injury. And, that's and, where it's, he's and, his pec, and his body mightn't allow him to do that. You can't needle a pec. It's not a fucking shoulder injury. Mm. It's a physical thing. So if he can't reach out yep. or grab or hold on because he's muscle, you just can't do it with yep. a pec. Yep. Like I've torn a pec. You just can't grab. So he's going to have to hit. And when he hits shoulders, you feel it all the way down. Yeah. So he has to have perfect feel nervy, yeah, nervy feel he has to have perfect technique, man. Now I think if it's one game, you're going fucking balls out. Yeah, it's this game. So with that mindset and the people around him, I just think um, the Panthers have that little bit of an edge. Yep, slight advantage. Penrith Panthers on with this you. Is fucking so, right, let's it's get so on to, even. Let's get on the Broncos right versus Panthers left. Selwyn Cobo, Tony Staggs, Adam Reynolds, and Jordan Ricky versus Sania Taruva, Stephen Crichton, Jerome Luai, and Scotty Sorensen. Fuck. That's hard. I, can't I, think, I think I might go with the Broncos right. Yeah, I'm with I like that. it because guess who's around the back? Reese Walsh. Guess who opens up those little holes for Ricky to run through and Stags to get those one-on-ones and Cobbo to finish off those tries? This is fucking great. Is this as even of the matchup this is that the we've fucking, had yep, in the whole finals this, trying to This do is this? exactly why these two are in the grand final yep. and we called it ages ago because yep. they deserve to be in there. They're the best two teams. And, and, and everybody, they've got a full deck of cards. There's no like, oh, fuck, Cleary's not out. Mm. Oh, Reynolds is out. Oh, you know, like everyone's in and everyone's playing good and no one's injured. Yep. This is going to be a fucking great grand final. Yep. I just think Staggs, he can go, I think he can match up with anyone. It's going to be a matchup nightmare, Crichton Staggs. They're just cancelling each other out. Yep, two great defenders, two great, two aggressive great attackers. Defenders. Aggressive as fuck. They want Cobbo, to get in your face and shut yeah. you down early. Cobos play twos, Taruvas play twos. Just as dynamic, but Cobos, yep. I think Cobos a little bit stronger in the in the in the well, contact. I don't know, man. I, I like Truvy's a little bit more steppy. I think Cobos, boom, you, you got to get at him. Okay, yeah, I've got to get at him. Truvy, you can sort of you can uh, you get two bodies on him, clip the legs. You I think sort of equally get out. is effective though because he's yeah. low and got a, a, a lower just, center gravity. Just, he can duck and in, get in between, and he's got a yeah. really good balance driving through after he gets through that yeah. initial contact. And then we'll go to the middles later because he's going to be running mostly at the middles. Mm. What sort of middles do the uh, did Brisbane have? Yep. Fucking good middles, really yep. aggressive with, with all these. We'll get to right to. Yeah, apparently, yeah. But I'm just saying with the Tarubas and Cobos coming out, like with Cobo coming out, who's he going to go against? The Fisher Harris, Leotas, low, lower, yep. so they can get under him. You don't want to tackle Cobos six foot three or four people. Yeah, you don't want to hit him up up top. He will throw you to the ground. It's like GI. You don't go up top. Got to hit him hey, here, I've, and he's got that bum. I've got a better example. Last year, Moses Leota's shot on Latrell yes, Mitchell it's in the fucking prelim. Same shit, and mm. that's what I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared he's going to do the same thing because mm. Cobbo and Cobbo, you don't, you don't no, back down, mate. He comes straight, but up. he'll come straight he's back off the back fence. Yeah, it rattled Latrell last year. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think I don't think it would have rattled Cobbo. It was a fucking great fucking hit. On probably Luttrell. the best hit. Probably the best hit I've <laughs> it was seen. The better, the best hit on on Latrell ever. Big game, yeah. But I don't think Cobbo Cobbo's job is to do that. The play twos and Leota's going to be sitting there. Fisher Harris is going to be sitting there. Yoey, Spencer Lianu, all that kind of stuff. So those two play twos are going to be outstanding. Reynolds, Luai, fuck. Slight advantage Broncos? Yeah, just slight. Slight, slight advantage. Slight, With uh, that kid, that young kid that goes around a fullback, Reese Walsh. At yeah, the that's what I'm saying. Just understand, people. We're just we're just thinking you've got two middles here. You've got two middles playing those block plays and you've got Ricky running these lines. You've got, the, you got Walsh out the back and everyone. It's different. It's different. But mm. this man on man, I'm thinking Ricky might be able to get Sorensen. 
Ooh, I don't know about I that, think, man. I like me some Scotty Sorensen. Yeah, I like I him too. That's a, that's I like a, him. I'm, I'm only I'm, that's the only reason well. why I'm saying Ricky might might get him is because of the fact that Reese Walsh is out the back. Sorensen might hedge his bets. Yep. He might turn out he's a bit. Stay square. Might, yeah, he needs yep. stay square. Right. Easier said than done, bud. Let's move on to the middles. If you think that was a close matchup, <laughs> yeah. let's get to the middles. The big boys. Moses Liotta, Mitch Kenny, Doug, oh. Isaiah Yo, James Fisher Harris versus Jersey Flegler, Billy Walters, Paddy Tough. Fucking Kerrigan and Payne Haas. I love it. I love both these teams. They oh. all have – oh, it's just rep players everywhere, isn't it? Imagine um, imagine like you just love to fucking chuck a jersey on and just yeah, – You know, before it. a game, like just say – and this is respect – actually, fuck it. It would be disrespectful to put me in any of these teams next to these guys. So I'll just say I get to line up with either of those teams before I'm coming out. Jeez, I tell you what, I might have played ref footy as well. Just say if you're if you're an edge, if you're okay, just say you're yeah. your left edge or right edge. Uh, Scotty Sorensen or Jordan who Ricky. You, who do you who? What middles do you want? What do you who do you want to go war with? Oh. And go fuck yeah, we got these guys. Probably Penrith. Yeah, because of Mitch Kenny. Because Mitch Kenny defensively, yeah. like he's going to fucking jam. But there's not like Billy Walters, great defender, and he's done unreal, and he's got some nice yeah. little subtleties. But when you line up like. As you know, the the spots in teams generally, yep. and I and I played with some good hookers that weren't spots. Matty Ballin was a great hooker yeah. because he wasn't a spot. But when you line up to Mitch Kenny, he's not only a spot; he's a problem. Yeah, he's going like, to get you. He's going to get you because if you're paying Haas and like, Flegler's a bit different, but if because they all got good footwork, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. And Kenny might come out and try and really fucking put a hit on one of these guys, and he might cop a hip. It's pick your he needs to be, he needs you know to be really is? he needs to be really careful because these guys like Flegler footwork, Carrigan footwork, Payne Hart's just a massive body, little bit of footwork, right? Yeah. So Kenny is going to go after these guys. He's their little fucking pit bull. Yeah. He just doesn't stop. But I just want him to be fucking careful. Get those to get the timing right. Bang, because he's got that perfect technique to disturb Payne Haas and Carrigan. Right? There's both six foot four dudes you're talking about. Mm. Kenny's there. I'm saying I'm six foot five. I would rather run at Fisher Harris. Easy than than fucking Kenny, because Kenny's going to get you. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? He's going to yeah. hit you on the quads. He's going to hit you there. The thing is, like he they hunt in fucking packs, right? So Leota's going to hit the ball or whatever. Kenny's got you here. Someone's cleaning legs. If you were to rate the middles for Penrith in order of best to the defenders, worst, no, just in general, it would probably be Yoan Fisher Harris unanimously one and two. Mm. But I think. Leota and Mitch Kenny had a bigger impact in the grand final last year to start yeah. the game. I think Leota was fucking Leota outstanding. does shit that like. And Kenny was equally as good. If you know your football, you know Leota is that he's that sleeper there. Mm. But he, when he wakes up, he fucking pumps you. Yeah. Like I don't think I think if you're Flegler and Carrigan and Payne Harsh, you know you've got two genuine, genuine hitters mm. in Leota and Kenny. Yep. And Yoey might fuck around and put you on your back as well. Mm. And then Fisher Harris just does shit like he just hits. Yeah. Everything's aggressive. Well, he was their best against Melbourne. Yeah, I do you know what I mean? Like he, he just doesn't stop. Yeah, he's trying to take souls out there. It's unreal. And this is, I think, mentally, I think Penrith might have it over Brisbane hmm. because they're older dudes. They've been in the game for a while. Fourth grand final for some of these guys. First fucking grand final for all these guys. Yep. The bright right. lights might get them, or they might be young, fit, stronger, faster, all that sort of stuff. But it's going to be fucking hard. All right, moving on. Uh, who, to who, 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 Penrith? I'm I'm going Penrith. It depends on it's picking your poison, right? Because defensively, every day of the week, I'm taking the middles for even though the you know they're good defenders, but offensively, if you want to score points and you want to create havoc, it's 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 the perfect matchup, mate. 
it's your, like if you're an f- offensive-minded player, you want to mm. play with the Broncos. If you're a defensive-minded coach or player, you want to play with Penrith. Okay, so how how do you get uh, the ball out of like Payne hands and Carrigan's? It's like it's how Penrith play, kick into the corners. These guys only get play four, one of them, yeah. for a quick play of the ball. And then like it's the field position game. You don't want to give the Broncos good field position because then they can set up for plays. Then you get Reese Walsh. Then you're sitting them on the numbers line. Then you get the Reese Walsh, the big play to the right. Then Carrigan comes into play. Then Payne Haas comes into play. Flegler. Then the offloads. But if you bury him coming out of yardage all game – these guys are going to be doing the shittiest carries and mm. getting bashed. But the argument's the same for the it's other the same, way around. That's what I mean. It's whoever whoever can get in that position and the, the field position thing and who kicks the best, two of the best kickers in the game, the kick chase two of the best in the game, they're one and two. And it's whoever can do that for the longest without breaking will win the game. Mm. Fucking hardest thing ever to do. Yeah. All right. Let's put it all together. Let's come up with a result. Penrith Panthers versus the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah. Going? I'm going to go Penrith simply because I think experience will take will take its toll. Uh, they've been here before. There's, nothing's really going to phase them. Clearly looks like he's just got a clear head on. He's thinking fucking unbelievable. The forwards do their job. The outside backs do their job. They're confident in their, in their system. And I just think they'll be just too good. And I think it's going to go for like 70 minutes really even. And then Penrith will just break away. Okay. I think if whoever breaks first. Yep. All right, so Penrith Panthers 1-12? 13 plus. 13 plus? Ooh. Mm. I'm on the Broncos. I'm on the Broncos head-to-head definitely. Obviously love the points. I'll take the plus three and a half every day of the week responsibly, of course. And I'm not going to get silly. At the start of the week uh, on the run home with Fletchie uh, or the run home, I I said Broncos uh, plus. But – it's going to be tough against a, a solid Penrith Panthers team. So I'm going to go Brisbane Broncos, and I'm going to go Clive Churchill, Reese Walsh. Mm. Isaiah Yo. Isaiah Yo. Yeah. It's going right. to be one in the middle. Yep. Beauty. All right. Uh, as for the NRL women's, Newcastle, uh, $1.50 favourites to go back-to-back against the Gold Coast Titans. Good work, the Titans. story the of the year. year. Oh, yeah. No, they come last last year, though. Uh, and they had a great season. So minus five and a half is the line. They also kept the favourites for the competition for a long time in the Sydney Roosters. Mm. Duck egg last week. Really good defensive effort. Uh, Shout out to uh, Avani Politi, Georgia Hale, Jessica Alliston, Shannon Mato. They've got a really good pack. And for that reason, Mace... I'm on the Titans. I think the Titans can cause an upset. I'm on the two Queensland teams, believe it or not. and I think they can cause an upset. So I'm going to go the Broncos into the Gold Coast women's. Uh, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this. And if they're to win it, I think it's the Karen Murphy uh, Award. So yeah. she's the coach, she's coach of the Gold Coast yeah. women's team, right? I think if they're to win this game, I think it's going to be one through the middle. So I'm going to go the front rower, uh, NRLW front rower of the year, Shannon Marto, right. for a bit of a smoky for Karen Murphy. Yeah, medal, I think, Gold I think Coast the Knights win. will pump them. Because if she's coming up against Caitlin Johnston, um, uh, Yasmin Clydesdale for the for the uh, Newcastle Knights, they've got a really good pack themselves. They've got the Southwell girls. Yeah, uh, I actually watched, the, game. I watched the, the whole back. game last week. Yeah. I was thinking Newcastle are untouchable. Yeah, and the Bronx were good. Gold, yeah, got Bronx yeah. are really good. They showed some fight, and I think Gold Coast can show some fight them, and get yeah. it done. Fuck. She's a weapon. She's Absolute a weapon. weapon. Okay, let's get on to the LPC multi. Of the grand final, the last one, Mace, and I've gone something nice and juicy for Come the on. punters. We've got it from the traders. I've got Brian To'o 
and Jesse Arthurs to score in the first 60 minutes is going to be so hard through yeah. the middle to penetrate the line. If they're going to score, it's going to have to be on the outside. And I like the two edged wingers taking on each other. Brian Toto versus Jesse Arthurs in the first 60 minutes and my Broncos to win the game. That is for $26. Ooh. Very juicy odds from the traders with a max bet of $25. Good, good luck to everyone who has a punt responsibly on the GF. Good luck to everyone performing in the, yes. to the grand final. Mace, enjoy your weekend. As always, we want everyone to be playing safe during this footy season and this grand final. So please keep front of mind, what are you really gambling with? And if you need free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Mace, enjoy the weekend. We'll see we'll you at the Run Club on Sunday morning. Yep. Uh, and uh, you've got the Osboy, uh, the Australian. Yeah, um, we've got the reunion there on two, 2003. The, the Australian, uh, they're recognising and celebrating the 2003 Kangaroo Tour. Awesome. Um, and, it's a can, and it's a Kangaroo it? Tour. The Minicellos, Petro, Webke, yep. Lockie. Uh, Mick Crocker, myself, uh, Wingy. Uh, it's it's a, it's a good gang. Yeah, awesome. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, be a bit dusty on Sunday, but you'll be there. Be there me and Luke will be me running. Up. Louis Brown, <laughs> Nick Youngquist. Enjoy the grand final, and we'll see you for the grand final review next week. Yep.